the CFM studios on the Sunshine Coast. It's the Ellie and Taz podcast. It is indeed. Hello and welcome to it. We've got to make this potty intro quick because Tessie's got to get to the movies. Yeah, the preview screening that we've got for Madam Web. Uh, I hope it's a good one. Are you getting food? Talk me through the food you're getting. Food won't be, well, I won't really have time to have a full meal because the movie's on soon, but instead I'll go there and I'll probably put together um, one of those packs of lollies that they do where you can like scoop in the different types and then they weigh it. It's always more expensive, isn't it? Whenever you have to weigh Mm. something, frozen yogurt always happens like that. Lollies especially, and you go, oh, how's that $8? Mm, anyway, yeah, that's rough. When they get you by weight, that's how they get you. Are you going to have dinner? I'm probably going to do something late after the movie, I think. I don't mm. have time. Yeah, no, that's Half fair. Half hour. That's fair. All right, um, well, get out of here. Enjoy today's podcast. It's a good one. There's some great stories in there. Um, that's all we've got to say. A couple of highlights. Uh, if you've got a holiday horror story you might be able to add to it, you can message our Instagram at 919CFM. But the callers that we get, insane. Bye. It's Ellie and Taz for The Drive Home. I want to touch on this Broncos story because the newspa- it's all that's in the newspaper today. Um, Paddy Carrigan, Adam Reynolds got into a bit of biffo yeah. on Sunday night. After is this the in Vegas? Day. No, no. This is, so it's still 10 days or something until they're due to fly out okay. to Vegas. Um, but bit of a scuffle in a park. He got caught on camera. Mm-hmm. They've now been reprimanded. Blah, 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 blah. Not, not a good look, no. for sure. Yeah. Um, and so today they had to front the media. This is from apologize. two origin-level players. Yeah. This was the big thing is sometimes you hear about these sort of things and it's these players that you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's two of the biggest yeah. The huge Queenslander, could be a possible captain in future in Carrigan. Reynolds, of course, an absolute monster. Um, yeah, it's it's big. It's Is it news? That's my question. Well, look, I mean, it's not a good look. It's, you know, they're, they're role models in society. They're not setting a good example, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, it was alcohol-fueled as well, which is not ideal. But um, they had they faced the press this morning and the, confer- the press conference they had went for about eight and a half minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. But I've cut it down. Now... I studied media relations at uni. Okay. For a bit. And for a bit. Usually when Couple you're when you're trying to train someone to go, oh, I had to do a unit in or something, to go in front of the press, mm-hmm. you give them some key messages, right? That Great. you just have to keep coming back to. See if you can pick what the key <laughs> message was. Play along, Sunny Coast. This is gonna be good. <laughs> in today's press conference. Yeah, firstly, I uh, just want to apologise for our actions on the weekend. We take full responsibility of what happened. I just want to take uh, full responsibility for my actions. Uh, I feel like take ownership of what happened. I uh, would take ownership of that. Oh, clearly, yeah. it was time for me to go home and accept responsibility for that. Yeah, man, I, I accept responsibility for that. And, you know, we own well, I own what I did. And <laughs> just accept responsibility for that. Yeah, well, we, we, we shouldn't have been there to accept responsibility for that. You know, we put our hand up, we accept full responsibility for what yeah. happened. And, man, I've made a mistake and um, we could just accept this one on the weekend and move forward. And, <laughs> It's not a good look. We understand that. We accept, we accept <laughs> what happened. Do we think that there was a message that they'd been told to say? All right, guys, I need you to go out there, give your all. No, no, wrong speech. No, no. Go out there and, and accept full responsibility for we'll it. Take full responsibility for what happened. <laughs> message received. Live across the sunny coast, Ellie, Ellie and Taz. 91.9. CFM. I want you to close your eyes, Tazzy, yeah. and picture yourself in this situation, okay? Mm-hmm. You and your girlfriend mm-hmm. are about to start doing long distance. So oh. you think we're going to have one weekend yeah. of passion. A little staycation? Like, yeah, little little yeah. romantic getaway. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't quite a staycation. These people were from Melbourne. Can I open my eyes? Yeah, you can open okay, your eyes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Here, 
I'm I'm here. <laughs> so um, they're from Melbourne. They yep. decided to come to Brizzy for the weekend, booked a hotel, went out for a lovely dinner. Yes. Came home and thought they'd open a packet of chocolate and maybe watch TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They were doing something on the couch. Okay. Anyway, they A couple left of the rental room movies, perhaps. <laughs> for a second. Came back mm. and noticed that there was not one but two cockroaches <sighs> nestling in to the Nestle. Oh, they were about to do long distance too, yes. these cockroaches. Well, they were just trying to have a little weekend away. It's not just Valentine's Day for humans. That's right. The cockroaches celebrated as well. It's a well-known fact. So the cockroaches were infesting the living room. Yuck. They then moved things to the bedroom and they noticed on the pillow... A little bed bug had come to party oh, as well. No. So effectively, the hotel room in Brizzy was overrun with bugs. To be fair, long distance for the cockroaches is really just one room to the other. Absolutely. Like they, distance is different to them. I don't know, they can scurry pretty quickly. <laughs> so this couple decided this is not what this is not it for our yeah, last yeah, night yeah. together. Mm-hmm. So they've had to go down. They couldn't get a hold of the hotel staff. They couldn't get a hold of booking.com. They couldn't get a hold of anyone. Could they get a hold of a Mortine? I mean, that's what they needed. Yeah. But um, they ended up going down, taking their um, sheets down and sleeping in the lobby of the hotel for their final night together. Not ideal. I have a similar story. Five four five double one nine one nine. Hotel horrors this afternoon. You could be scoring $100 to spend at Zarafa's Nambour. Uh, is we, when we were moved to Australia mm. from New Zealand, my family and I, mm. Dad had a glass of water next to him. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Yeah. Halfway through the night, felt a little parched, Mm. reached over in the dark, Mm. took a sip of the water. Nothing unusual at this point. Mm. Put the water back down on his bedside table. Mm. In the morning, woke up, of course, we're Kiwis, quite new to Australian wildlife, two massive cockroaches in, in the water. Dead. Just having a hot tub. Oh, dead. Oh, well, Dad didn't I'll feel the little the little down, feelers then. on his lips. Oh, no, thank you. But he you. assumes that they were there when he took a sip. Oh. Uh, Suzanne from Brightwater joins us. Hello, Suzanne. Hi, guys. How are you? We're well, thank you. Have you had a horror moment at a hotel? <laughs> I've had a horror couple of moments at a hotel, but... <laughs> Um, yes, a friend of a work, a work colleague actually and I had to head down for a professional development after work one day and so we got down there quite late and had to get the keys for our room from the little box. And anyway, went and parked, got into the stairwell to go into the hotel and the keys that we have been given did not have the key to get out of the stairwell. So we were actually, yeah, so we got locked in the stairwell. We were laughing so much it was terrible. But (laughs) we ended up finding a number that we could call for um, someone to come. And he he took about 40 minutes. We were locked in the stairwell. It was so funny. Well, it was funny but not funny because it was quite late. Got up to the room and we walked in and out of the, I just glimpsed up and there was a red and black sock hanging from the ceiling. Sock? And I was like, that sock, yes. And I was like, well, that's different. <laughs> uh, and I kind of stopped and my work colleague, she walked into the back of me. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, what, what, what is that? <laughs> Apparently they had put socks over all the fire alarms. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So I was going to say, how does a sock hang from a ceiling? Like, I, <laughs> I was concerned because I'm like, why is there a sock right there? Um, and 
for ventilation reasons, of course. Oh, yes, yes. And then I was having a shower, looked down, huge bug. What yeah. do you do in that situation? We like, what do you do? Do you know why? Like, she just stayed in the stairwell. I was about to say the same. <laughs> My mum has just messaged me. She says she went to a work conference once, sharing a room with a work colleague, uh, but they had very thin walls and a very... Oh. Uh, well, how my mum's put it is amorous couple in the next room making a lot of noise. They had also very good stamina because they went on for what seemed like hours. Does that make you cringe a bit knowing that message is coming from your mother? But it wasn't. Yeah, I know. Mum wasn't the amorous couple. Yeah, it's next door. It's not what you want. It's not what Especially you want. Especially when you're not at a work conference and you've just been sitting through speeches and yada yeah. yada all day. You kind of want some sleep. It really bonds you and the colleague that you're sharing the room with, though. Like oh, an experience like mutual that. Mutual experience, totally. <laughs> five four five double one nine one nine. Let's hear your hotel horrors. Yeah, Patrick's in Budrum. Have you got one for us, Patrick? We, I actually took the um, family away for a, a nice little weekend. I'd been away and we went just outside of Harvey Bay to a little place that was an adventure thing. We got ourselves a glamper and we got there and this uh, rather uh, strong-looking little man came up with a knife attached to his belt and um, he was South African. And uh, he was telling me all about the place and how it's got this great um, obstacle course, etc., etc. And they've stopped him from using it. The army used to come out and use it. And one of the kids said something, oh, Dad used to be in the army. And this guy looked at us, and from then on, the whole relationship changed. And he went, oh, you know what it's like nowadays. They're all such wusses. I implemented a different word for what he actually said. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I said, oh, yeah, mate, yeah, 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 it's different, isn't it? Yeah. And he said, you know, I don't know how these kids would go nowadays because there's nothing better than putting a knife in somebody and watching the life disappear from their eyes. Oh, and I looked at my wife. <gasps> And uh, she broke away very quickly into our glamper. And I've gone, all right, mate, thanks for this. We'll see you in two days. <laughs> L- disappeared, into, disappeared into the glamper. And my wife's like looked at me white as a ghost and said, we have to get the kids out of here. And, and I'm like, shh, he's probably got the place bugged. <laughs> so, so what we did, we were so worried that he had the place bugged and that he was so nuts that we actually snuck out in the middle of the night and left and never came back. Stop no it. No way. This sounds like something out of a sitcom, Patrick. It was unbelievable when he said, yes, there's nothing better than sticking a knife in somebody and watching the life disappear from their eyes. Oh, oh, my oh that's goodness. it. We're out. Yeah. Yes. You quickly so into the glamper and lock him. the door straight away. We locked the door. And we texted him and said, there's been a family emergency. Sorry, we've had to leave. Keep the money. And P.S., you are the family emergency. Yeah, my my wife nearly got murdered. That was the emergency. Oh, Oh my goodness, Patrick. That is so Wolf Creek-like. That is creepy. It is a bit. Oh, great story, though. Thank you. You are in the running to be our caller of the day, okay? 100 bucks to spend it. Zarafa's Nambors up for grabs. Could be yours by the end of the day. Cheers, team. If we if you get a call back just before six, it's not a South African guy with a knife on his belt, all right? It could just be the harmless alien Taz. Well, we don't know. He could be listening. <laughs> he could have been trying to track you down all this time, Patrick. <laughs> oh, bless you. Live across the sunny coast, Ellie and Taz. 91.9. Hey, um, there's footage that's been doing the rounds the last kind of 48 hours. Not good footage. It's Mm. of five people hanging off a car, a Land Cruiser, up at Rainbow Beach. Seen this. There's literally dudes sitting on top of the car. Yeah. 
holding a beer and Mm -hmm. then there's people on either side as well. And it's going a decent speed, this car. This looks like the beginning of every video they show you in school when Mm -hmm. you're just about to get your L's. Mm -hmm. They try, they scare you. It works. Not they don't try and scare you. They do. They Mm -hmm. scare you by showing you footage of what can go wrong on the roads. This is exactly how those videos start. Absolutely. And there's been so many accidents Mm. up there and fatalities that it's just such a stupid thing to do. So not condoning this behaviour whatsoever. Um, There was one resident who's witnessed it all. Right. And he's been interviewed by the news and he's given his account. He was His his name is Darren. Mm -hmm. Darren says he was hanging out at the beach with his son. He saw it happening. They were going back and forth. And so he said, you know Mm. what, I'm going to go up and talked to them. So went up to them, said, look, don't do it. Yep. And they just laughed at him, allegedly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and kept going. <laughs> the part of the article that got me, and like I've said, not condoning this behaviour, but this quote <laughs> that's printed in the news yeah. is Darren saying, I said to the driver, mate, I know the chicks are hot and they look good on Instagram <laughs> and all that, but it's not worth doing for Instagram. No, it's that's all right. good until someone gets squashed. That's right. Darren. Darren, you legend. Not a wiser word has ever been said. <laughs> Don't do things that are dangerous just because the chicks are hot. Because, yep, they often are and it's never worth it, mate. Darren will get you. Yeah. Live from Maroochydore, Ellie and Taz on 91.9 CFM. Oh, oh, oh. oh here oh, he what's is. What's that? Oh. He's employed as the boss. But he wants to be the star. Big Boss Benny has crowbarred his way onto the show once again. Oh, it hurts when he does it, doesn't he? Sure does. All that momentum that we had from doing the show for the last two hours, gone. The sizzle's here, guys. You're welcome. Oh, God. Now, Big Boss Benny, um, we just wanted to bring you in for a quick chat. Um, First things first, you have two children, is that correct? Yep, yep, five uh, and nearly three, Evie and Jaden. Would you say you have a favourite out of the two of them? 100% my daughter. Oh, okay. So you do acknowledge that you do have (laughs) Yeah, the wife tells me off all the time because I'm always telling knackers off but not Evie. So it's sort of, yeah, yep. Well, it looks like you have two work children as well. Oh, do you Uh, two? A big breakfast. No, 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 no. We are one child. (laughs) We are one child. I'll take that. You Chani draws me on the wall. Have be, recently given birth to another CFM baby, and that beautiful is the baby. big breakfast. Have you seen Foz and Brooke? Foz yeah. is a bit of a specimen. Really beautiful. Now we just thought we'd get you in because um, after their first show that they did together, oh, you, this is the yeah yeah. Hang you on. went across the road and you bought them a bottle of champagne each to say congrats, Shandon guys. Yeah. Well done, Shandon. <laughs> Chani gets it. She's Subiaco. <laughs> Rich girls. Taz, um, I just mm. did the calculations. You and I have done 71 shows So where's together. our 71 bottles of Chandon? Yeah, we didn't get... What, what, we didn't get... We have never got a present from you, ever. Mm. Is do, there a reason think... why we didn't get one? Mm. Or is or was their first show so good that they needed yeah, one? Yeah, true. Good question, Tazzy. Do you want the honest truth? Oh, mm. Always Like the honest, you? honest, honest truth? Have we ever had that from you? Well... So I don't usually think like that outside the box. I'm not really a gift giver or romantic and stuff like this. <laughs> and on Monday, this is this is the truth. I'm not being an idiot. Okay. The wife said, 
It's their first show. You should probably get them something to say, like, congrats. Also, it's Mel who hates us then. <laughs> Let's get her on the line. Mel? <laughs> so, the, so she dropped me off at first choice. I ran into Chaney. She was on the scooter on the way to the gym and I had two bottles of champagne. I was like, how are you, Nackets? And she just kept scooting. She ignored me. I got no present. If, if they were for me. What do you two want? Hang on. We're coming up to our 100th show, aren't yeah. we? In a couple of weeks' time. Can we get a present oh, look, for I'll you? I'll give you the company card and you buy yourself some champagne. Oh, oh, that? Sick. I'll take that. <laughs> hey, all right. Problem solved. More Shandon. <laughs> Broadcasting from the Sunshine Coast for the Sunshine Coast. Ellie and Taz on 91.9 CFM. Hey, remember to catch the Big Breakfast Show, Foz and Brooke, in the morning from 5am. They're going to be getting dating expert Yana Hocking on for some chats about the do's and don'ts for Valentine's Day. Fantastic. Well, we're going to buck that trend completely right now. We're going to (laughs) go the opposite end of the spectrum. Instead of helping you out for Valentine's Day tomorrow, Mm. uh, we thought we'd talk about least romantic songs because yesterday we did a segment just after four uh, involving Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, your favourite show, apparently. Apparently you love I've seen. I have show. seen a lot of it. My parents <laughs> always had it on the TV. I have seen hundreds, if not thousands, of episodes of Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> and you made the comment. You mm-hmm. said, don't you think... This, this was off air. This was off air I made this comment. <laughs> that would be the worst song to pop up in a romantic situation. You know, maybe you're having a little kiss or something yeah. with your partner and then Things, all of a sudden yeah. the iPod's on shuffle and... This comes on. Oh, hold on. Why is it not working? Okay, let's try that again. Oh. Really kills the momentum. Really kills the momentum. Just like you did just yeah, then with your buttons. Yeah, right. Yeah, imagine, you know, things are getting a little hot and heavy. It's Valentine's Day tomorrow. All right, might be a bit of a special night for you and your partner. And then this comes on. That's ruining the mood. That is ruining the mood, which is where we want to go right now. Okay, I mean, we don't want to ruin the mood of the show, but we want you to call us. What would be the worst song to come on in that moment? got a couple more submissions for you. Um, Least romantic songs, 545-11919. Great one. That, yeah, fantastic. Although, it's got, got a good oh, yeah, beat a good to it. Yeah. A bit fast. It suits, it suits one particular style. Let's just put it that way. Well, to be fair. Yeah, here we go. You got it. Hey. All right, 545-11919, least romantic songs. It could score you $100 worth to spend at the new Zarafas in Nambour. I have a submission. Mm. It's one particular part of the song that would just freak me out. Oh, okay. Uh, play that bit from Adele. Hello. Ah! <laughs> it's me. Ah! Where are you, Adele? Where are you? Where are Ah! This is supposed to be an intimate moment. It's just you know, nice music and then hello. And then later ah! on she really starts yelling as well. Hello from ah. We're not letting you in, Adele. No. All right? Just wait. Just wait. Still, is it as bad as... It's, it's not as bad as that. Least romantic songs. And if you love your coffee, we could be hitting you up with our caller of the day prize right now. But we do have a message from our Instagram at 919CFM. Her mm. name is Lise and mm. she has said Crazy Frog. Oh. Great. Lise, what a throwback. Actually, do you remember spending 99 cents or $2.99 yes. on a ringtone? It was a game changer. It really changed ringtones as we know it. Back when people had ringtones yeah. and their phones would go off in the middle of conversations. <laughs> yeah. Now you wouldn't be caught dead with your phone off. <laughs> What about for an unromantic song? I mean, I don't know if it's unromantic, but I feel like it would kill the mood if this came on. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Oh, would it just inspire you, you know? Maybe it would. Always Bring the animal out in It's a tearjerker for me, that's <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. Five four five double one nine one nine. Duck from Pelican Waters. Welcome to the the bedroom. No, I can't no, say no, that. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Sorry. I apologise. Wrong Doc. room. Sorry. <laughs> hey, Doc. We're talking least romantic songs. What have you got for us? Ah, uh, that song by Puddle of Mud. She hits me. Oh, I know the one. I wonder if we've got the clean version in here. Let's have a listen. <laughs> we do have the clean version. Thank goodness for that. Yeah, too. That would be a mood killer if I've ever heard one. Any type of like screamo slash hatred fueled music <laughs> would generally kind of kill the vibe, wouldn't it? Oh. It would. I had, I had to work hard to get a clean version of that for my kids back in the day. <laughs> why Why did you need to get a version for your kids? Uh, it was around 2000 and I was um, putting together mixed CDs for them because they were only young. Mm. And um, I had to get some uh, editing software to, <laughs> to bleach things out. <laughs> Hand it to them. Take this into your kindy. They're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> so did you just edit out the swear word or did you do what they do in some um, tracks and they, like, like put a reverse sound effect on it, like, or something? No, it was pretty much just cutting chunks out and it sounded horrible. <laughs> but um, and it, when I heard the real version, I was still singing the cut-out versions in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, Doc. Thank you so much. Hey, you're in the draw for our Caller of the Day prize and it's $100 to spend at Zarafa's. Hopefully that could be yours. Uh, awesome. Thanks, guys. Live across the sunny coast, Ellie and Taz, 91.9 CFM. Taking calls this afternoon about stories of the rings that you own. What's the story behind them? Caller of the day could score a Zarafa's $100 voucher to Zarafa's Coffee Nambour, open now seven days a week. Yeah, Sonia's in Tanawa. Sonia, has your ring got a story behind it? It does. Uh, not many people know about it, actually, except my now husband. But um, I was trialling for the Olympic Games in Sydney and missed that initial selection. There is a good story to that at the end. But I was a hot, teary mess. I had to drive to Melbourne, from Sydney to Melbourne, yeah. and have another opportunity to qualify in a very short period of time. But um, my my then almost fiancé, uh, he uh, proposed to me just before the trial, so I had this oh. beautiful big diamond ring on my finger. Um, the, the story is that outside of Melbourne, I'd had no sleep, I was an emotional mess, and I didn't quite know where I was going. So I stopped, took some directions from a girlfriend, um, but the pen had fallen down between the seat and my console and crazy as it sounds, my beautiful little diamond wouldn't let me fit my finger down between. So I took my ring off, popped it on the seat beside me, took the directions and I never saw that ring again because um, I'd stopped to grab a drink to keep me awake and must have flicked it out of the car and made someone's day when they found oh. that beautiful diamond ring. So, <laughs> um, so it, was, it was really my, my, my fiancé, uh, I think he, he, I called him really upset and I think he had thought the worst because he was worried about me driving. So when I told him I'd lost the ring but I was safe, I hadn't been in an accident, <laughs> he was okay, but it was it was a big day for me. <laughs> How long had you had the ring before you lost it? Uh, uh, all of, I think, about six to eight <gasps> weeks. <laughs> oh, God. 
So it was it was a beautiful ring. My my husband had the uh, the foresight to insure the ring, yeah. but for the period of our engagement, I had no ring, and so I, I think I had to tell a few tall stories, but. Um, I ended up making selection at the games and that it was, was like a happy question. ending, but it was a pretty <laughs> terrible period of time for a while there, <laughs> newly engaged with no ring. Well, to be fair, the ring would have weighed you down in the qualifier. Yeah. What, what sport, what, which sport were you in, Sonia? I was I was a rower. It's just embarrassing when you say that I could not fit my hand down between the console <laughs> and the and the seat. But you know, like if it's a lovely little diamond and it's a tight spot, yeah, it was too. It you made were too muscly. Well, I think it goes back to. I think it goes back to the point. Always put your put your ring in a safe spot, which I'm sure many many women have had that moment of terror of where is it? Yeah. <laughs> How many times were you cleaning the car after that, Sonia? Yeah. And you were thinking this could be the time I could just find the Any- ring. It might be under the seat. Uh, anyone who knows my husband, he took the car apart but never found it. <laughs> Sonia. Well, I mean, I'm glad it had a happy ending. And what a good lesson when you've got to deliver bad news to someone, just make them expect the worst. Yeah. Because that's great. Like, oh, he thought I was in a car. He just found out I lost the ring. That's fine. Yeah. It wasn't the best day of my life, but in but in context, yeah, it was all, I was safe. Sonia, you'll never guess either. Stay on the line. This is a coincidence. Up next, we're doing Were You an Olympic Rower on the show. <laughs> so good. We got one. Millie and Taz on 91.9 CFM.